Welcome back to Archives of Fabella Daily, the podcast finding bodies in a magical world. Today is November 4th, equal to Scorpio 13th. Books are available on Amazon. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And hit that subscribe button for more great stories right in your feed. November 4th, 2008 is the date Barack Obama becomes the first person of biracial or African-American descent to be elected president of the United States. But in the magical wonderland of Fabella, the details of a decades-long missing persons case were finally uncovered, uniting two universes torn apart. I'm Dylan Foley, and this is Archives of Fabella. Beyond our world, there is love. Beyond our world, there is war. Beyond our world, there is life. Beyond our world, there is Fabella. Scorpio 13th, 6008, FY, Fabella Year, equal to November 4th, 2008, AD, Earth Year. Goldmire was an idyllic small town located in the heart of Laxaria, approximately where Toronto, Canada would be on a map of Earth. But this quiet northern lakefront community in the magical world is about to be the center of a curious mystery. On the morning of Scorpio 13, Greencloak Wardens, Fabella's policemen, respond to a call over Magic Mirror from a dwarven geologist. The dwarf leads them to a site where he was digging near the old gold mine. There, the wardens see the skeleton of a man. Even more baffling about where the skeleton was found is its identity. It's Jimmy Hoffa. Born in 1913 to a poor coal miner in Brazil, Indiana, Jimmy Hoffa proved to be a natural leader in his youth. At the age of 20, he helped organize a labor strike in Detroit and remained an advocate for downtrodden workers for the rest of his life. Hoffa's charisma and talent as a local organizer quickly got him noticed by the Teamsters and carried him upward through its ranks. Then, a small but rapidly growing union, the Teamsters organized truckers across the country, and through the use of strikes, boycotts, and some more powerful though less legal methods of protest won contract demands on behalf of the workers. Hoffa became president of the Teamsters in 1957, when its former leader was imprisoned for bribery. As chief, Hoffa was lauded for his tireless work to expand the union and for his unflagging devotion to even the organization's least powerful members. 
His caring and approachability were captured in one of the most well-known quotes attributed to him. You got a problem? Call me. Pick up the phone. Hoffa's dedication to the worker and his electrifying public speeches made him widely popular, both among his fellow workers and the politicians and businessmen with whom he negotiated. Yet, for all the battles he fought and won on behalf of American drivers, he also had a dark side. In Hoffa's time, many Teamster leaders partnered with Mafia in racketeering, extortion, and embezzlement. Hoffa himself had relationships with high-ranking mobsters and was the target of several government investigations throughout the 1960s. In 1967, he was convicted of bribery and sentenced to 13 years in prison. While in jail, Hoffa never ceded his office, and when Richard Nixon commuted his sentence in 1971, he was poised to make a comeback. Released on condition of not participating in union activities for 10 years, Hoffa was planning to fight the restriction in court when he disappeared on the afternoon of July 30th, 1975 from the parking lot of a restaurant in Detroit, not far from where he got his start as a labor organizer. His family filed a missing persons report to the Bloomfield Township Police the next day. So how did Jimmy Hoffa wind up in Fabella? Investigators pieced together that Hoffa must have had dealings with a notorious Fabellan pirate named Captain Godric the Boot Gloom. Godric Gloom was an elf known for running his crew of pirates called the Red Raiders. Gloom had a long file with the Division of Foreign Enforcement Agency, the Federal Bureau tasked with hunting and capturing rebellions on Earth. A confidential division file from 1975 confirmed that Gloom and his Red Raiders had contact with Hoffa near the time of his disappearance. Whether Hoffa knew the nature of the Red Raiders and where they came from was never uncovered. Investigators theorized that he angered Captain Gloom over a deal gone bad. Gloom took Hoffa to Fabella to kill him and dispose of the body in a place where he could never be found. Nobody in Fabella was looking for Hoffa, and nobody on Earth was going to find him. Gloom died in 5983, FY, 1983 AD, so he could never be personally questioned. But surviving Red Raiders corroborated investigators' hypothesis. Agents of the Division of Foreign Enforcement later confirmed that the skeletal remains were of Hoffa. The recovery of Hoffa's corpse was actually the first news Barack Obama heard of Fabella when he was debriefed about the existence of the magical world. The case of Jimmy Hoffa's disappearance was finally closed by the division and shut away in the shadows waiting for a time when the people of Earth were ready to learn the truth, they were not alone. That's going to do it for us today. 
Subscribe now to get more new episodes right in your feed. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Send your questions to archivesoffabella at gmail.com. Archives of Fabella is created, produced, and hosted by Dylan Foley, with music by Garrett Ferris and audio blocks. Books are available on Amazon, in ebook and paperback. As always, look outside of what is possible and think about what might be.